When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance, coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase, Key, J. All I can tell you is, you know, the Giants have been awful for a bunch of years now. But in that time, the cheat, you know, it's not like you adopt certain teams, but there's certain must-see TV for you. That doesn't involve the home team when your home team is terrible. And in the last four years, the Chiefs have hosted the AFC Championship game every year. And I saw a dude in Patrick Mahomes where I couldn't believe my eyes. And a lot of that, my favorite TV show practically, was Mahomes to Tyreek Hill. That TV show is now over. It kills me. That's like, Key, when you heard about this trade, what was your, what was your first re- like reaction Huh? Mm-hmm. What, what the hell? What? what no. Nah. What? Because usually when you hear or see something like this happen, you hear a little bit. You hear it. I didn't hear anything. Nothing at all. Then all of a sudden it happens. And I'm like, damn, what, what went wrong here? Oh, he wanted money now because what happened with Adams. I get it. And you say, okay, they got a plan. They have a contingency plan. They feel like. They can move on without Tyreek Hill, and they can still win. I get it now. My two reactions, number one, Kansas City will never be the same. They may win, but it won't feel the same. Like, that was the most dynamic trio I've seen in football in a while. Best, It was like entertainment, Max, 24-7 entertainment. Number two, which for me personally could have fought for number one, no excuses for two anymore. No more down in Miami. Now in year three, You've had a chance to get this team under your belt. Now you have all the weapons. You have Armstead. You have the left tackle. You have a guy to take the top off the offense. You have Waddle. Everybody's there. No more excuses now. And it puts pressure. How many weeks are we going to get for Tua? That's the real question. Is it six weeks, seven weeks before we start talking about Jimmy G replacing him on this team, considering the the relationship with Mike McDaniel? That's what it feels like. And another thing I thought about too, Max, is Mm – Max, what I thought about is, damn, Tyree going to Miami, like Jay saying, he going to deal with Tua. That's going to be so different for him. <laughs> it's a little different. It's a little different. <laughs> Mahomes to Tua is a little different. But what does it mean for Tua, right? Here's an important uh, part of the trade that is uh, maybe not talked about enough so far from our Dolphins reporter, Marcel-Louis Jacques. Most importantly, they keep their two first-round picks in 2023. So if for some reason Tua doesn't develop properly, they've got the ammunition to move up in the draft and grab maybe one of these top uh, top quarterbacks. Yeah? Keith, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking if they're going to go and get a quarterback next year in 2023, we don't even know what that looks like. You would want to – if I'm the Miami Dolphins and I'm looking at Tua – in the OTAs, in training camp, I'm kind of watching to see where he's at. Teddy Bridgewater is there. 
I may look to use some of that ammunition that I got right now in 2023. I'll use it now to maybe go and pry a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo away because I'm trying to win now with Tyreek Hill. I'm not trying to win four years now with Tyreek Hill. I did the Tyreek Hill deal. I did the Ormstead deal because it makes sense for us to try and compete within the division and conference now. So I need a veteran quarterback that I feel can do it. And if I have a relationship like McDaniel, the head coach, with with a guy like a, a Jimmy G, San Francisco may be willing to move him for something. Doesn't – I just I, – I don't like it. I mean, I, I get the feel of it. It just feels like a parallel move to me, Key. And no. I know – well, Wait, what's a parallel? Jimmy G instead Jimmy of G. Tua? I, I think Jimmy G is a good quarterback. I don't think Jimmy G gets you over the hump. In I don't the, think the but, pieces but, but, are exactly the same like it was for the 49ers in that defense. But the, well, Jimmy G, right, it's got to be the right situation, but McDaniel being there is what makes me think maybe it is the right situation. And Miami doesn't have a bad defense. Miami's defense is pretty yeah, solid. Good. No-name defense. Pretty, but yeah, they, they got a yeah. pretty, they got a pretty so you, damn you good You guys defense. should tell me, with Jimmy G, you're saying you, get, you think that gives Miami better odds to make the playoffs in the AFC? If 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 it was if he okay if you asking me a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo oh well that's that's the first ha- that's the first factor okay well, go ahead find out there you go no 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 this is all things he's you factor gotta, in if he was healthy that's number one go ahead Key he's got he's got to be healthy <laughs> if he's healthy I like their chances but I'm not making this move just to make the playoffs if if if, if that's the Tyreek you got Tyreek just to make the playoffs that's an expensive that's an expensive trade in money just. To make the playoffs, I'm trying to get to the Super Bowl. Now that's a different conversation. Um, you can you can get Jimmy G and have him be a bridge for the future quarterback that you see in the draft and, next year, and might want mess around and win a Super Bowl while you're transitioning and bridging. Like the dude has been I, healthy two of the last three seasons. He made deeper runs than anyone in football, basically in those two. Yeah, seasons. no, he, Jimmy, he has Jimmy G. Yes, Jimmy G. Because of the pieces around him and things being right. I don't think Miami has all the pieces that the 49ers have for everything to be right. He doesn't single-handedly get you to no. the Super Bowl. No, he doesn't but, well, but we, like, as we see, stop you talking about pieces. him like he gets you there. Here, here's right? what I would He's say. He's a marginal Jay, quarterback at the end of the day. Here, here's He's what I would say. He's a good marginal quarterback. Where, is he, where are you ranking Max in, in, as the top quarterbacks in the NFL? Miami's, Miami's roster, Jay. Okay, so what's par. Miami's roster is on par. With the 49ers roster. It's on par with that. It is. Keith, I mean, uh, let me ask you, Keith, where would you have Jimmy G ranked as a quarterback right now in the NFL? In the NFL? He's yes. probably 15. He's I, probably mid pack. He's right outside that 15. He's in that 15 That's down. What, it, it, so but you can win like that, though. You don't have to have a top three quarterback to win. I know, but, bro, we're forgetting what conference we're talking about here. Jimmy G, I mean, Dak Prescott's been on some pretty loaded teams. He never made runs like Jimmy G. Like, By the way, Aaron Rodgers well, faced Jimmy it. G last year on comparable teams, failed to make plays down the stretch that Jimmy G made and got his team past Aaron Rodgers' team. That's Jimmy G. Like, whatever you want to say, that actually happened. Jimmy yeah, G look, would even be the best quarterback in the division. No, that's you, 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 have, you have ammunition, man, to go make the quarterback position better. Even if you don't take a Jimmy G, you got picks. You can make the quarterback position better. If we use those picks. If two is not the answer, let's leave Jimmy G alone for a second. Could they trade picks because they still have them for any of the, these guys after the season? 
Lamar Jackson. Mm. What if he's not working out? Jimmy G's outside your top ten. I bet you Lamar's not. Russell Wilson. What if they don't give him a big contract right away and it's not working out? Kyler Murray. We already know that's not working out right now. Even a guy like Baker. What about any of those guys, Key? Well, all those guys that you just mentioned are all looking to get paid. Um, For some reason, Lamar Jackson doesn't do a deal and Baltimore wants to move on for him. Of course you go and you get him if you're Miami. Same thing with Kyler Murray. If you can't do a deal, although this will probably be the smallest skill position team in the history of the National Football League if you were to grab Kyler Murray. Um, But I think if they don't do a deal in Arizona, of course you try to go get him. Who else did you say? Baker oh, Mayfield? You can go get Baker Mayfield for free. I right. mean, I yeah, yeah, you got him for free. Can you, you get him for free? Feels Russell like- Wilson's going to get a deal in Denver, so. We're about to find out. But if, but if not, maybe. It just feels like Miami is really late to this arms race party that is happening in the AFC. And I have to remind people, it could have been Brian Flores and Deshaun Watson. I just want to keep reminding people that's what the Dolphins could have been. But now we're talking about Tua. Potentially yes, not being the answer. Who's better, Baker Mayfield or Tua Tagovailoa? A healthy Baker Mayfield. Jay? I'm still on the verge of saying Tua. How much better is Baker? Because you said that fast, Key. A little bit. Not, but decisively. Not, li- not life-changing, but a little bit. But decisively, because you didn't hesitate. No, he's better. I mean, he is. I'm not going I'm, I'm, to – I wasn't a Tua fan at Alabama – and I'm not a super Tua fan for the Miami Dolphins, especially if they have visions of going to the Super Bowl. I don't think he – I just don't. I just don't think he could compete with the other quarterbacks in the AFC. And you think Baker could? Baker's shown that he could already in Cleveland. A year ago, he did go to the playoffs, man, and win a game and had the Kansas City Chiefs on the ropes. Much more on this. And who's the one person that made the, tr- the Tyreek Hill trade work? Without this guy, I don't know if that happens. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. The latest NFL blockbuster trade, the Kansas City Chiefs are sending Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. This is now the fastest wide receiver duo in NFL history. I think the pressure is ramped up as high as you can put it onto a tongue of our Lord. Why would you sit there and give up this quarterback and that coach with that franchise when they're in a championship game every year to go sit there with a quarterback who can't get the ball to you and do it? My reaction is just like everybody else's. Very unexpected, but great for the Dolphins. Huh. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive oh, Insurance. Hey, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. 
Mm-hmm. Does the does the NFL offseason news should that lead the news to you? I mean, we're getting ready to start baseball. It may not have been a season now. Opening day is approaching. NBA playoffs are approaching. Mm-hmm. We're at Sweet Sixteen right now, and we're leading with NFL news. But you know, can we really help it? Eight 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 say ESPN when Tua Tagovailoa, who was actually at a certain point was the presumptive number one overall draft pick, and then Joe Burrow went crazy, and Justin Herbert reminded everyone who he was. But Tua went high, high up in the first round. They just got him the fastest land mammal, Tyreek Hill. That means no more Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. But it also begs the question, Mike Tannenbaum, who joins us now, ESPN NFL front office insider, former NFL executive. It also begs the question, or it asks the question, I should say, Mike. Can Tua win a Super Bowl? And if he can't, who are the Dolphins looking at? Is it someone in the draft next year? Is it a free quarterback on the market right now or could be on the market? Who are they looking at? Because they look like they have a team that wants to win now, Mike. I I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Tua Tangvaloa. In fact, I think by... Halloween, it could be reasonable to think that Teddy Bridgewater could be playing for the Dolphins. He's from down here. He's very popular. And when Tua came out, the concerns about him was his height and his lack of speed. And those two things, unfortunately, keep showing up. And I think what Miami did was make a great trade. They got the most explosive player in the game in Tyreek Hill, paired with Jalen Waddell, Cedric Wilson. They have an abundance of speed and explosiveness. I just don't think they're going to be able to get to where they want to go with Tua And when you think about even in the AFC East, I still think at best they have the third best quarterback. So, Mike, you said all that, right? You said they can't. So why in the hell are they waiting around messing with Tua if they're putting all this together? Why not just go get somebody right now? Because key quarterbacks don't grow on trees. And they're trying to get their team better when they can. They're taking advantage of opportunities. They got a good left tackle on Taron Armstead. They added Connor Williams, Raheem Mostert. Chase Edmonds, they've added a number of good pieces. They drafted to a fifth overall, and they got to see if it could work. They brought in a new offensive mind in Mike McDaniel. But if I'm them, I am scouring for the best quarterback I possibly can get. And key, that's why we see Deshaun Watson go for what he goes for, despite all his issues. We see what Russell Wilson was able to garner in terms of a trade with, with Denver. There's just not enough quarterbacks And in this year's draft, there's more questions than there are answers. Mike T., we were having this conversation before you came on, and the guys were saying, well, if Tua's not the guy, considering the relationship with Mike McDaniel, they should go after and get Jimmy G. And I'm telling these guys that they're crazy. I don't think Jimmy G gets you over the hump in Miami. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, You're wrong. And I'd say this. He is incrementally better than Tua. Now, Does he get them to the Super Bowl? That's hard to say because of the historic nature of what's going on in the AFC. But if we were running a team, Jay Will, and we had to go compete for a championship with Tua or Jimmy G, I think that's easy. And if you want to connect the dots a little bit more, not only was McDaniel in San Francisco, but right now, as of today, Miami has San Francisco's number one pick next year. So if you want to connect dots, there's another dot to connect there. You want to ask him that again, Jay? (laughs) <laughs> so, Jay, so yeah. Mike, you're, telling, you're really, you really believe Jimmy G within the AFC, if you just were to place him right now, replace him with Tua, he can get them closer to a Super Bowl than Tua. Or may even get to the playoffs. I don't think it's even close. Jay. I don't he, think look, it's even close. Jay, I, th- I think. Sorry, again, Mike. 
No, I, I think Tua is the eighth or ninth best quarterback in the AFC at best. And what's Jimmy G? Better than that. Oh, he's Where? top five, Who top are you putting? Six. Yeah. Who are you putting him ahead of, Mike? Go ahead. Take me through your list. If Jimmy G's in the AFC, tell me who no. you're taking over Jimmy G. I want to go through this right now because this I'm passionate about this. <laughs> really? Yes. I'm taking Josh. <laughs> Josh Allen? You're not taking him over Josh Allen, right? Yeah. No, nope. you're, you're, and I'm okay. going to take Joe Burrow and Deshaun Watson. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to take Lamar Jackson? Lamar. You, so, okay. And Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick and, Mahomes? Yeah. You're going to take Matt Ryan? Yep. Yeah. Uh, nope. Derek Carr? Uh, nope. Justin Herbert? Yes. <laughs> that's six. Nope. That's, well, yeah, I'm taking yeah, Herbert. Yeah, that's taking, six. Taking, so he's seventh Mahomes. in the conference. That's and good, what did he say Tua was? Seventh or eighth? Yeah, it's the same Whatever, thing. Whatever, here's very simple. It, Let me, Jay, you, you failed to hey, understand this. Mike, Wherever you put Jimmy G, <laughs> Mike T is putting Tua below that. So yeah, it's so, seven, yeah, it's eight, exactly. So, Mike, yeah. look, check this out, though. We were talking about this earlier on the show. If, if, if for what reason these other guys that, that have contract extensions potentially coming up, like a, let's say, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson – so they don't make the playoffs because of the movement that's going on in the, in the league where people are moving on from quarterbacks. Would you target some of those guys with those trades and with those picks in 2023? Possibly, Keith. But here's the other inverse of that is if I'm any of those teams, I'm overpaying to keep them. You know, Russell Wilson, Lamar, like – because if you don't have one, you have no hope. And, you know, Cleveland told us that, even though they had the first pick in the draft in Baker Mayfield. Certainly Denver told us that. So I think these teams, once you get one, they're not going to let go. And I think that's why Jimmy G so unique, guys, because obviously you got Trey Lance, who they gave up three ones to go get. So if I don't make the playoffs with Russell Wilson in year one, I'm doing nothing except extending him. And I'm hoping that Nathaniel Hackett continues to get better in his development as a new head coach. What about the fact that there's been so much player movement, including for the first time in my recollection, quarterback movement? Russell Wilson, if he's still in his prime, guys like that don't usually move team to team. He got traded. Deshaun Watson, extenuating circumstances. But remember, he was on the trade block before those circumstances were at least public. He got traded, right? Lamar Jackson hasn't signed a deal yet. There are issues with Kyler Murray, etc. Mike T, who's to say someone like that won't be available? Yeah, you never know, and you certainly hope if you're Miami, one of those guys are available. But that's where, if you want to move the story forward, you start thinking about C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. You think about Bryce Young at Alabama. Can we position ourselves to go get one of those guys? Because I think, as you mentioned, Max, I think it's aberrational what happened this year. And it's hard to sit there and say, like, oh, we'll just go get a veteran quarterback next year because that's so rare. Well, meantime... Mike, in my lifetime, like when I was a kid, I never worried about Jerry Rice getting traded off the San Francisco 49ers, right? I mean, at first, and they weren't a great team, but De- DeAndre Hopkins, gone, right? Deshaun Watson's like, what happened to my guy? Then all, then recently, Devontae Adams, right in the middle of his prime, and Aaron Rodgers MVP, gone. Now Tyree Kill and Patrick Mahomes, you're breaking up like my favorite TV show? No more Tyree Kill. Is, is this because of the quarterback contracts? What's going on? Why are Absolutely. elite wideouts in their primes yeah. being moved? Absolutely. And Adam Schefter did a great job on this yesterday, guys. Highest paid receiver right now, Tyreek Hill. Two is on a rookie contract. DeAndre Hopkins, 
Kyle Murray, rookie contract. Devontae Adams, Derek Carr's on 50 cents on the dollar, $25 million a year. And then Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, both two highly paid uh, receivers. Obviously, Herbert's on a rookie deal. So I think, look, could they have kept Adams or Hill? Absolutely. But when you have so much money into those two players, it makes it hard to fill out all the other things you need. So I do think those things are certainly related. Yeah, they, they may be, but Adams wanted to leave, Mike. The, the Green Bay Packers gave him a big contract offer. He decided that he wanted to be in Las Vegas with his former college quarterback and his young, you know, he rooted for the, the Raiders when they were in Oakland. That was his favorite team growing up. It was an opportunity for him to move. I think, though, when you look at the quarterback combination with the wide receivers, they, the Kansas City Chiefs, made a decision based on the haul that they would get and didn't want to pay the top of the type of money for a guy that they feel they can find somewhere else to a degree. And I think you know that, Mike, as well as anybody being in that position and have traded receivers before that you thought that you can replace. And I think that the Kansas City Chiefs feel the same way. You look at the Seattle Seahawks. They're going to be forced with the DK Metcalf situation to figure out if they can pay him. As I always say, just kick the can down the road like the Los Angeles Rams and it'll get done. Yeah, no, it's totally fair and reasonable to say that. Uh, you know, going back to Adams, I would not have let him leave. He was franchised. I would have kept him. We are all in key to win a championship in Green Bay right now because we don't know if Aaron Rodgers will be there next year. So I would have kept him. And when you look at some of these other trades, I think if you're Kansas City, what you're saying is maybe we signed Odell Beckham Jr. He may only play 10 or 12 games, but maybe we sign him. And then, guys, this draft is loaded with receivers. You know, Chris Olave is really explosive. You look at a guy like Jamison Williams coming off of an ACL, really explosive player. Those guys may be there somewhere from 18 to 20. And if I'm Kansas City now, I got three picks now in the top 50. Maybe I use one or two of them to move up. And maybe short-term, it's OBJ. Longer-term, it's one of those younger receivers. Mike, considering the Packers couldn't hold on to 17, Devontae Adams, should they have gone after Tyreek Hill? Yes. No-brainer. Because, again, I think they're in a different situation than we're talking about Miami or Mahomes in Kansas City, where those guys are a lot younger. Like, with Aaron Rodgers, guys, we may have another 10 minutes. Like, let's go win. Like, we're paying this guy $50 million. Like, let's go get him everything he needs to be successful. Look, we could go draft a couple of receivers with some of the picks we just got from the Raiders. But more times than not, that player in year one isn't as good as what Adams would be. And the other takeaway from yesterday from a big-picture standpoint, guys, is here's what makes me happy if I'm a Chief fan. I think Andy Reid's sticking around. You know, Andy Reid's over 60. He's had some health issues. You always think in your back of mind, how much longer is he going to be there? When they made a trade like this, moving on from Tyreek Hill with the age of Patrick Mahomes, to me, that's signaling to the team and the organization, like, hey, guys, I'm in it for the long term. Mike, talking to people around NFL yesterday and uh, some people pretty close to the situation we're having a lot of conversations around the effect of Drew Rosenhaus, uh, the big-time agent, I guess similar to Rich Paul in basketball talks, around the Miami Dolphins facility. What have you, what have you heard about the influence that Drew has had on this organization? Yeah, I've dealt with Drew for a couple of decades, and, and he's an equal opportunist. He, he's a great you know, agent. He's done a gazillion deals with every team. I did as many deals with him at the Jets as I did in Miami. He lives in South Florida. I don't think that's any secret. Um, He's a relentless worker, does a really good job for his clients. But I don't think he favors 
one team over the next. And I can just tell you, based on you know twenty years of experience, that that was my case working for two different organizations. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's favoring. I think what it is, Mike, is just the influence. It's him having, I would say, thirty percent of the Miami Dolphins roster, so he can go ahead and influence a trade for Tyreek Hill to Miami, get the type of haul cash-wise for Tyreek Hill because of the relationship that he has with the Dolphins. Some would think, though, if you're giving him all what people think is his power, that he would deliver championships like Rich Paul has done with the Lakers, and that hasn't been the case. So it's kind of it's strange to me that Chris Greer, the general manager, would go and get a Tyreek Hill duplicating Jalen Waddle. Even though Cedric Wilson is there, Devontae Parker, you add adding Tyreek Hill, which are the same guys. I, I just don't I don't understand how that's going to work from an offensive philosophy standpoint. Yeah, no, okay, that's a very fair question. And again, how does this all sort out? You think about McDaniel and the 49 offense and how does that all fit in? And I think it just comes back to the quarterback. You know, Tua has trouble seeing in the middle of the field. Like, he needs a firm pocket where he could step up to be a full-field quarterback. I think what we're going to see is a lot more boots and rollout. I think they're going to cut the field in half, try to get the ball out of his hands, and, and we're going to see a lot of catch-and-run plays. And at least with Waddle and Hill, they can do that. But I think it's a really fair point, Key. And, you know, will he be able to drive the ball down the field to these guys consistently? He has not done that. Yards per attempt, completion percentage, those are areas he struggled in the NFL, and he has missed 10 games in two years. So there are probably more questions than answers with Tua right now. But clearly, give Miami credit. They have given him everything within reason, and then some when you throw in Armstead and Connor Williams to give him a chance to be successful. Mike Tannenbaum, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Mike T., and I believe I'll be seeing you a little later on today. We have some talking to do about this wide receiver market that was supposed to be the next running back market, but the opposite happened. Between Key telling me there's no salary cap and Mike T telling me about there's this. There's no salary cap. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. All right, Mike. Thanks, guys. Guys, you chime in on the Tyreek Hill deal and tell us, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, you tell us, are the Chiefs still a contender to win the AFC? Because they still got Patrick Mahomes, and Andy Reid, the enemy. Travis Kelsey, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jay's three-man weave. You guys ready for this? I've been, I've been making some money low-key on the side. I know you guys haven't been tracking it, but mm. I've been doing my thing. So mm. let's run the three-man weave. Batman. Max, do you want to start with the ball in the middle? Do you know how to run the three-man weave? Yeah, Have you, you don't, want to, run the, you don't run, want to run a three-man weave with me. No. Key, just, no. t- key, just tell weave. pass and like go a... behind, Key. Pass and run behind. Yeah. There, key got it. Look, Key got yeah. it. All right, here we go. First one up. Number one. Number one. We're going to go with Gonzaga. They're a nine-and-a-half-point favorite against Arkansas. Look, the Zags gave up 78 points versus Memphis. I do believe at the end of the day, Memphis was a stronger opponent than Arkansas can be. Memphis didn't shoot the ball well from the three-point line. Arkansas doesn't shoot the ball from the three, doesn't shoot that ball that well from the three-point line. I think Gonzaga, even though it's a lot of points, Gonzaga puts their stamp on this game. I think they win by 10 or more. That's my first. Number two. Number two. Off general principle. It's the same way I'm always going to bet against North Carolina. You know what time it is. Duke playing Texas Tech tonight. Texas Tech is a one-point favorite. I don't care you can play the bing-bong thing, Gates. I'm taking Duke plus one. Mark it down. It's our time. I want to see Gonzaga in the final in the Elite Eight. That's number two. Number three. Number three, Nova, Michigan. 
I'm taking the under in this ballgame. Both teams played two of the slowest paces in the country. Nova at 342nd, uh, 342nd in possessions per game. Michigan, 258th. And Nova playing their best defense, allowing 65 points or fewer in six straight games. I'm taking the under, which is in this ballgame, it's 135.5. Take the under. Number four. Number four. Yo, this game's going to be a dog. It's going to be late. I know a lot of people are going to be tired. You're probably going to see me yawning tomorrow at work, but it's going to be worth it. Arizona has all the talent to win the whole thing, but they are young at key positions. Houston got a bunch of dogs in their team. They defend. You've seen Kelvin Sampson with his shirt off in the locker room. This is how this team gets down. I am taking the under. This game is going to be a bloodbath. I am taking the under at 144.5. Here are my four bets, plus key, the bonus weave. I'm taking the the first half under for uh, Gonzaga as well. How about that one? Pretty good, Jeff. You guys aren't you've paying been making attention. Money. You're you've not been, writing the you've, mon- you've been making money anyway. on the side. Oh, what you say? I said you said you've been making. You've been hitting with these. I'm making. I'm making some money. You've been making some money. You're up. What you say? Yates, the first half uh, under was for Arizona Houston. You said it was 68. 68. Oh, I'm taking the under on yeah, that one too. 68. What are you up? What are you up on the turn? I can't. I can't tell you the exact. How many units are you up on the turn? What percentage are you up? If you bet a hundred bucks, what are you sitting uh, on I'm, now? I'm probably up around forty percent right now. Oh. All right. I'm doing good. I'm doing a okay. nice is this, return. Is this real money, Jay? It, it, key. I kind of have a problem. <laughs> yeah, so when he's up you 40%, it, it's not like I just, if I'm, I'm, I'm up you. 40%. Yeah. And plus, this is, look, no excuses for me. This is Coach K's last hurrah. Mm. I'm not out there betting chicken scratch on Duke right now. Mm. This is our last hurrah. Uh-oh. I'm going hard. Uh-oh. All right. You guys ready to uh, take some calls on Tyreek Hill? Let's do it. Sal in San Diego, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? I just wanted to speak on the Tyreek Hill situation, and as far as the Chiefs still being the Chiefs, I think, honestly, as long as they got Andy Reid and Eric Bianami there, they're going to do all right. Don't forget, they're the, they're the ones that took that traded up to take Patrick Mahomes. There were a lot of questions at the time. They're like, is this guy ready? Is he going to be able to do it? And when I saw the trade go through, the only thing that was on my mind is Andy Reid. I know Andy Reid is already going to have some plays Taken in for um, Juju Smith Schuster, who just added. You got Travis Kelsey, you got uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire from LSU. I think with those with those combinations, you're really going to see the max of every player. It's not going to just be a lopsided between Tyree Kill and um, Travis Kelsey. You're going to really see a lot of combination. And I'm interested to see what they do in the draft. Like you said, uh, Keith, will they get a speed de- demon in Garrett Wilson or um, Chris Olave? And we've seen. We've seen uh, Andy Reid make a lot of trades in, during the draft and a, lo- a lot of smart ones to begin with, belonging with Patrick Mahomes. So I feel like as long as they got Andy Reid there on the sideline, they're still going to win 11, 12 games and can still win the AFC West. So I'm pretty comfortable as long as they got Andy Reid. I know he's going to dial up some place for everyone around him. Key, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I, think, I think that's the case. I mean, they can always get Jamison Williams out of Alabama, Chris Olave. You know, they can slide down in the second, third round, pick up guys. I'm not necessarily worried about them being able to replace the Cheetah at all. I mean, they, they look, he's exciting. They won't be able to replace the deuces up in the air when he scores, <laughs> all those sort of things. But they certainly, from a production standpoint, they can replace it. Now, Juju Smith-Schuster is a totally different wide receiver than Tariq Hill. That's not even comparable. Mm. I think Juju's nice piece. But it's not the same. I think McCole, McCole Hartman is closer to a Tyreek Hill. But they'll find they'll find what they need 
to get over the hump, I'm sure. You know something? I, it's kind of – when the sample sizes are this small, like in the NFL, not a lot of games every season compared to baseball or basketball or something too physical a sport. It's not fair, but this is the way it is. They have been a four straight AFC championship games. They've yep. hosted all four. There was a good chance that wasn't going to happen this year, even if these trades didn't go down in this season, because it is hard to host the championship game every year. But the fact is, trades did go down. Russell Wilson is in the division. Now Tyreek Hill is off the team. So, fair or not, if they suddenly aren't hosting the AFC championship game, it's going to be looked at a certain way. Even if that wasn't the determining factor, how else can you interpret it? They're, they're like either they're going to be as good as always or they won't. And if they're not, people will look at this trade fair or otherwise. How could you not? You, you have to. And by the way, that, I, I think they understand because their, their standard of excellence is so high that every year it's Super Bowl or bust. Like that's where it is. They clearly understand, Jake, because they wouldn't have did this move if they wasn't confident Agreed. that they would be able to still do some of the same things that they were able to do in the past. Yeah, but yeah. you know, Key. Just because you think you can do something doesn't mean it can actually be done sometimes. So I agree with Sal, though, in the sense that like they got their quarterback, they got their coach, they got their offensive coordinator, and they got the guy that Key calls the key to their offense in terms of skill position players and Travis Kelsey. I'm riding with the Chiefs until someone proves otherwise. I'm going to take them. But, okay. but the TV show is going to be a little different. I like the way it was with Tyreek Hill. What you got, Jay? Um, does Patrick Mahomes – oh, I, I thought you wanted, I thought you wanted no, the rock. no. no. Does Patrick Mahomes have some Tom Brady intangibles that make the Chiefs a Super Bowl contender? How much of this was Tyreek Hill? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. The latest NFL blockbuster trade. The Kansas City Chiefs are sending Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. 
This is now the fastest wide receiver duo in NFL history. I think the pressure is ramped up as high as you can put it onto a tongue of our Lord. Why would you sit there and give up this quarterback and that coach with that franchise when they're in a championship game every year to go sit there with a quarterback who can't get the ball to you and do it? My reaction is just like everybody else's. Very unexpected, but great for the Dolphins. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. And we have not one time, not two time, but three time Super Bowl champion Teddy Bruschi with us right now. What's going on, Ted? What's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning to you. Teddy, just your gut immediate reaction to the Tyreek Hill trade. Uh, my immediate reaction was Kansas City is going to be a much different offense now because of that's just who I thought Tyreek Hill was in terms of a weapon. From, let me give you the defensive perspective. When you go into a meeting room and the first thing they're going to talk about is, OK, what's our plan for Hill every time you play Kansas City because of the speed that he had, the catch and run element, how you had to have a either a safety over the top, the whole two shell thing that was like. Oh, this is how you stop Patrick Mahomes now. Why they did that would be, was because of Tyreek Hill and why they had to prevent all of those explosive plays. And truthfully, a big part of Patrick Mahomes' game is, is street ball. So I'm going to step up in the pocket. I'm going to get outside the pocket. And Tyreek Hill and his relationship was so good that it was like, I can just throw it 50 yards across the field because I've got this golden arm and Tyreek Hill will go get it. It's just so different now in terms of offensively for the Kansas City Chiefs that they lost a huge explosive element, in my opinion. So when you look at it, Teddy, what does it do for the Miami Dolphins, though, giving up the type of haul and the money for a skill position player that touches the football, what, six times a game maybe? I mean, Tua has to first prove that, I mean, he can utilize a weapon like this. And to truly, to truly utilize it is not just, I mean, you can, you can do the catch and run thing all you want. Defenders will just play off and, and try to make the tackle, but that element of throwing it downfield, the, the, improv, the improv type of aspect of getting out the pocket, getting outside, finding Tyreek Hill deep down the field, proving that Tyreek Hill's full worth. All right, I don't know if Tua is capable of doing that. What about from the Chiefs' point of view? Teddy, key was impressing upon me. It's Travis Kelsey that's actually the key to the offense, moving the chains in that. You know, they still got Andy Reid, the enemy. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, I get it. But I haven't seen Patrick Mahomes without Tyree Kill really, right? All the things you talked about, that little electric spark, that little magic isn't, is gone now. But has Mahomes earned the benefit of the doubt the way Tom Brady did? Your quarterback, where whoever comes and goes, he'll figure it out. Is that where Mahomes is? I mean, he's going to have to prove it soon. I mean, I, I do give Mahomes a little bit of benefit of the doubt that he, he'll, they'll figure it out. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot on the front office in terms of a receiver deep draft 
to find the right guy and then to develop the guy. Juju Smith-Schuster is capable, but he can't, he can't beat Tyree Kill no matter how hard he tries. So you get a receiver that, you know, that, that'll run a 4-3-9, a 4-4, something like that. It's still not explosive or fast as Tyree Kill on the football field. His speed was just so rare on the football field that if there's a lot on a rookie receiver. There's a lot on a quarterback to help him develop. And there's a lot on the offensive coaches to find some type of similar spark that they can bring that would compare to what Tyreek Hill brought. Hey, Key, this is what I mean about Tyreek. I hear what you're saying about how you get other parts kind of, but has there ever been a dude this fast who can catch? Who's not like usually dudes as fast as this are special teamsy type players, right? This dude is different. What Teddy just said, a different speed for a guy who can catch, run routes, yak, all that stuff. I, I would say that the, the, one of the greatest wide receivers in NFL history who works for us, Randy Moss, can pick him up and put him down yeah. and he can catch. Sure. Randy Moss is how, where you have to go. Yeah. You got to go to guys like that, Ted, right? Yeah, I thought it was – but I just thought if you recognize the combination, okay, the combination of what Tyreek Hill was with the quarterback and then with the play calling – the flips, the, the quick throws, the screens, the pump and goes, all of those things. It was just a perfect combination of everything. I mean, you got guys playing Tyreek Hill like, like he's, they're playing basketball. They just play off of him and they wait to see what he's going to do. Yeah. I mean, and then all of a sudden he's scatting around and all of a sudden it's, it's 12 yards and Tyreek Hill just decides to run out of bounds. Just so respected. What he did to Buffalo on his touchdown catch where it was a simple in cut. Uh, he made one of the safeties. I think it was Poyer or Hyde, just like they were standing still. And he's gone and out the gate. It's just hard to replicate and hard to just find those guys all over the place. Moss, no, come on. Moss is a different conversation. I mean, but Tyreek Hill paired with Andy Reid's play calling and, and Mahomes' Mahomes's arms was special. Teddy, now that they moved on from Tyreek Hill, it's, it weakens the Kansas City Chiefs to a degree. Are they still the favorites in the AFC West, though? I feel so strongly about what Tyreek Hill brought. Last week, I said, yeah, they're still the favorites, and now I'm leaning Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, that's, that's just how, how impactful I think the, the Mahomes and Hill slash Kelsey type of dynamic was. So I am now leaning to the Los Angeles Chargers and what they've done in the offseason. And Herbert, of course, another year of development. So I think everything in that AFC West, I mean, it can be – one game that you know you're in the playoffs and you're out that's just how competitive it is that to to be have a division like this to have an off season of impactful moves addition and subtractions anything can happen in this division look teddy you played for bill belichick one of the greatest coaches to ever do it andy Reid is in that division one of the greatest coaches to ever do it do you trust though brandon staley over Andy Reid, given the fact that Staley had some blunders in his first year as a head coach. I got, you know, we always talk about those players from rookie year to second year, and there should be a big jump. And I'm anticipating that type of jump with with Staley because 
I mean, hopefully you get away from going for it on fourth down inside your own 30 uh, because numbers may say it. Um, I know he, he goes a lot by his gut, and I've heard him say that too, but I think he's going to learn a lot from year one to year, year two uh, as, as a, from a rookie head coach to a, to a second-year head coach. So I think that some of those decisions will be, I mean, possibly a touch more conservative. I mean, I don't want him to lose his aggressiveness or anything Thanks. like that, Key, but I think that he Thanks. will learn from it. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.